Okay. Hold on, there we go. I let that intro burn a little bit, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had to run and uh, shut my screen door so we didn't hear, like, trains and shit going by. And this is a good... Sorry, sorry, yeah. (laughs) You're saying let the intro burn. Yes. Um, I was listening to lyrics, as I do, okay? Yeah, you do. You're a big lyrics guy. And knowing the topic that we're going to talk about today, this was an insult, you know? Insult? I lost... I lost a dear friend to heartbreak. She's oceans apart. Oh, that is true. But I'm over it. And I'm over <laughs> clearly, it. So, yeah, yeah, clearly yeah. over yeah. it. <laughs> this is called uh, Ava by Fami. F A M Y. Ah, beautiful song. Um, Her name was Ava. No. <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, <laughs> I got a question for you. Yeah. Okay, so Amar has been on a. A water fast. We've talked about this on the podcast before <laughs> yeah, yeah, where yeah. I'm like, guys, don't do this. Um, yes. How, like, I, I told a friend about this yesterday. And I was like, yeah, my buddy Amar is on a water fast or he's only drinking water, no food. She's like, how is he not dead? Wouldn't he be dead? And I'm like, good question. Is, yeah, I'm like, that, that's where I caught me. And I'm like, I don't even know how to bullshit this. I'm like, no, his, his stomach's different. Yeah. <laughs> it's made of I, ass energy. Look, I'm not a medical doctor. And I, I don't advise you to do this unless you have like a doctor or whatever. Yeah. Okay. But also, I think from what I've learned, this is the greatest thing to, um, uh, for longevity of whatever. Anyways, uh, so what happens is um, you're on water for two days. Okay. Yeah. And then your body starts, you have no more like, um, let's say, glycogen. You have no more, um, let's say, carbohydrates, power, energy. Aren't you tired all the time? Right. And then your body switches into, uh, Going off its fats, okay? And my body, a, a temple of fat. Mm. And it's an all-you-can-eat buffet. So oh, go ahead, baby oh. boy. I will say, like, Amar looks, like, like uh, actually noticeably thinner this week than he did last week we recorded. Yeah. I've and lost. I don't want that to be a testimony. to be like, hey, everyone only drink water. Because it sounds dangerous to me. Honestly, do your own research for sure. And I definitely would You've done advise. this many times. Yeah, I've done it for now 10 years almost. Yeah, okay. So you know, you know how your body responds. Yes, and do your own research, and you should definitely not start with some seven-day water fast. Definitely do like a 20-hour, one-day, if you learn about it, research it first. Wow. But good people to research are... I didn't get an answer. How are you, how are you still alive? Like, okay, so you know how... Do like you have energy right now? Yeah, yeah, 100%. How do, you, how do you still have energy with no food in your body? So people that like... Cross the English Channel from let's oh, wow. say London. To you do answer questions long. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This guy's talking about the Dan, English Channel. Dan asked me this before, and I was like, I have a short version and I have long version, but you know, I only do long version of answers. And he starts it with people used to cross the English Channel. How the hell are you going to segue? <laughs> so they bulk up on like fat and stuff. Because here's the thing, I I don't have explosive energy. Okay. Currently, I don't have like explosive like oh really that carbohydrate like like jump. Normally, energy. do you? I would, yeah. Or you like, like a slow burn energy. No, no, no. Like every normal, per- every normal person yeah. would have some sort of explo- explosive energy. Okay. Right? Like if you tell them to go sprint 800 meters, they'll try. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. Okay? But my type of energy right now is like very sustained, long. But I can like row for like an hour, two hours, no problem. No. We're about <laughs> rowing. <laughs> Yeah, rowing is hard. <laughs> Have you ever rowed? I've rowed, man. I don't know how that came into it. I just, I, 
I could have said okay. jog, but I don't jog. Okay. The boy don't jog. Okay, so which is why we're here anyway. Weren't you jogging your Instagram story like last week, or was that just bullshit? No, no, I was just, I was walking off my workout. Ah, yeah, walking off work. This is bro. Good. This workout was the craziest workout. Walking, really? Yeah, I couldn't do it, man. I go to the gym every morning. I do like the high hit classes. Yeah, and like just being off of water, I don't. I would pass out. Don't you get like the starry eyed, lightheaded thing? No, honestly, like you get that in maybe day two, day three, you get that. But then once your body switches into fat, burn it, like not in fat burn, I hate using that word, but like once your body switches into ketones or uh, whatever. Just yeah, yeah. Starts to chew energy, on that. Yeah, yeah. It's like you have, it's like a, imagine an IV drip of like just energy. It's like mm. constant energy. I've been waking up at 730. This is the earliest we've ever recorded. This is, yeah. Only because we've slowly been pushing it. We used to always record at 10. Yeah. 10 a.m. 10 a.m. And we always, then it started getting pushed and pushed and pushed. And then it was like noon. And I'm like, the problem about me is not problem, but when I schedule my days, that's a problem. I try, <laughs> I try to condense everything as packed in the morning as possible. Yes. Cause I wake up at 6 30 now, go to the gym. And then it's like, I would, I want to start doing shit. Cause anything that I do at my studio, whether it's resin or making a custom rug, I don't want it to be interrupted. Yeah. So once the process starts, I don't want to stop. Like, that's just how I function. So when it's a rug, I'll be there till nine at night if I have to getting it done. Yeah. It's just, it's you want pure uninterrupted shit. Yeah. hundred percent. Because the second it gets interrupted and I'm driving back here and I got to go back. Like I find my mindset. I've been like this my entire life. It takes me about five to 10 minutes. And I know this is pretty average mm. to get into something and then it's, I won't break it. Yeah. So like cleaning my house, that first five minutes is difficult for me. Which is why I hired somebody to do it. <laughs> Which I was like, you know what? It actually works. If I'm at my studio all day, the last thing I want to do is come home and clean my house. It's the exact same for someone that works nine to five. Yeah, like, man. I, yo, sorry. Going off cleaning your house, always get someone to do things you don't want, man. Like, <laughs> honestly, like, how much are you paying them, right? No, it's, and it's how a, much are you getting yeah, 100%. per hour? And if it makes sense, 100%. it makes sense. Agreed, hundred percent. It's it's a, a luxury that I can I work to afford, so I'm like I'm gonna do it. Yeah. Anyways, what a great luxury. It is, man. Like, but, and she does an amazing job. Yeah. Like the thing is, she, she she's a little slower. I'll admit that from past ones I've had, but she like removes all of my furniture from the walls, like pulls it out, vacuums. But I'm like, eh, it's okay. You don't have to do yeah. That. For us, it's like you just do the eighty percent. That's like that's seen. seen. Like, yeah, like when people. you first walk into my house, like just do the angle from my front door. <laughs> yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah. I'm just trying to impress people. I don't, I'm yeah. not here for this. And then once they myself. sit in, they'll start to be like, okay, like Dan's a normal guy. Oh, there's some dust over there. It's okay. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but it's like, she was, she did amazing. Anyways. Um, I don't know where we're going with that. Uh, all in all, I, yeah, whatever. all in all, you and I are both on a, on a body transformation. Uh, yes. yours sounds a little more intense than mine, to be honest. Um, it's all good, baby. You know, we get there the same way. We will get there the same way. I think we want two different things, though. What do you want? I wanted to lose a little weight in my face. Uh, I like, know how to do that. <laughs> like, that's what we both have. Like, is, is as guys, I think it's pretty common. As guys, a lot of our weight gets to our face. Yes. And the, the, around our stomach. Yes. Like, the, the car tire thing. Yeah. And that one's that one's hard as shit to get rid of. Yeah. What, what we were talking about before is, like, I we think that you build fat or weight in, like, your stomach first then the chest tits, and then the face. And then you also lose weight first in the face, the chest tits. Yeah. Then that 100%. final. That's the final 10, baby. That, that's so true, man. 100%. The, the, and that's why so many people stop. Is like when you start working out or trying to lose weight, you often will see it in your face, which is the, the biggest 
a frustration for people. Yeah. For me to get back into full on fitness yeah. was was I was looking at my videos or me and my face. I'm like, dang, like I, I'm carrying it in my face now. Oh yeah, because you make videos, so you can like just like crop at the at the chest. No, but so I could. But you here's the, the, no, uh, no. <laughs> the thing that's painful is that when you look back at videos from a year ago, two years ago, I've got documentation of how I looked over the past 10 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can literally see how I've changed over the past 10 years. So you look back sometimes and you'll be like, oh, look, look at how thin I was there or how I was there, right? Um, but it's like, I, I don't know. I also got a personal trainer mm. to help me achieve my goals. I want to put on a little bit more muscle. Yeah. You know, and that's hard. You got to eat. I'm constantly eating. For a guy, when they get that jaw, oof. You can't get a jaw, though. We can't. I know. Like, I was born with, like, a thin jaw, so I'm, like, forever jawless. Jaw. And I'm, you know, like, a narrow jaw? Yeah, so you're just working out forever until you get, like, Well, if, if I lose weight enough, then I, I got a jawline. And I got to be like this. You know, was, oh, you do. You might do have a thin jaw. What, the, what does that mean? Why are you I'm, looking at me not, like that? Sorry, I just, like, <laughs> scanned in my head. I just, I... <laughs> Sounds right, sis. <laughs> okay. uh, I scanned all the white people, all the skinny white people that I know in my life. I'm not, well, I'm not, okay. And they all have thin jaws. However, you Except might have some Will. European. You might have some European in you. You might have some uh, thick jaw in there. Maybe it could be underneath there. Yeah. I don't have like no jaw, but I don't have like the jaw I want. You know, like like a Chad jaw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody wants a Chad jaw these days. You're just like, oh, what's up, baby? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You done with those weights? <laughs> you know, like that. That type of shit. Yeah. So I'm ba- I'm really banging off personality. <laughs> <laughs> we really are. Um, okay. Today's an interesting topic um, because it's one that I also want to go back to with when you guys listen, that you could sort of take something away that is beneficial, something to chew on that you can think about for the next week. Um, I got a lot of feedback about the forgiveness one, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, people agreed. People disagreed, which was interesting. That was, an, that was like sort of a hot take. Mm-hmm. Um but at the end of the day, it's like so nice to have these conversations with people when they like can agree, elaborate, yes. or even sometimes disagree. We, right? we want to see all sides of it, you know? Well, yeah, because we're not necessarily experts on it. We're experts on a lot of things in yeah. terms of like our own experiences. Yeah, water fast. I is. think we both have a, a realistic mind when we work around people that we could pick up on energy, like vibes of the room. Like, why the fuck would you say that? I want to say I'm an expert on people. I would say I'm an expert on people too, to be there honest you with you. We um, are experts. You are listening now to an expert. Opinion. Yeah. Experts on people in a sense that I don't may, I may not know how to work around all of them, but I, I can read a fucking room. Do you hate, uh, do you remember Disney's recess? There was like an episode where TJ, there's someone who didn't like TJ. Yes. Yes. Right. And yeah, I remember everyone that. loves TJ, right? So TJ was like, yo, how do you not like me? Like yeah. everyone, what? <laughs> like, do you get bothered when you can't win someone over? I did before, like a hundred percent. I did before. Um, there's people in my life that I was like, I, I don't know what it is with you, yeah. but I get this vibe, not necessarily that they don't like me, but why don't we like each other? Cause I also didn't really like them. Yeah. <laughs> That's usually how it goes. Yeah. If I'm being honest, like I am the hardest person on myself. Always. Like tenfold, man. Yes. I'm my toughest critic. So when somebody doesn't like me, you would think that I would go into what's wrong with me. But most times when someone doesn't like me, I already don't like them back. Yes. It's the same when if a girl sort of says, hey, this isn't working. I've already picked up on that too. Why I didn't do it was, I don't know, maybe we're yeah, still yeah, hanging yeah. out or whatever. Um, but it's all, most of the time it's it's mutual. P.S. You're giving big TJ vibes right now with a red hat. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, guys? Why don't you like me? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I'm at a different place now where I'm like, 
that's okay. Yeah. Like it's sort of like it's if you don't like me and I haven't necessarily done anything, um, you're totally entitled to do that. But there's just a lot of and I, like woke people that that think they're woke. Like for an example, let me give you an example. Yeah. Okay. Um, I just did a Johnny Depp and Amber Heard rug. Shout out to you. Pray for Depp. And when I did this rug, I knew in the back of my mind there would be like 2% more comments than average that yeah. would be about controversy. You're, you're trying to make money off of this or whatever. Ugh. And in my head already, I went to, I already know who behind the scenes is going to be like, did you see what Dan did? He made a rug about Johnny Depp. <laughs> and in my world, I want to justify it real quick. This is a public case. Yeah. It's been televised. I followed it since day one. Yes. I've watched it unfold. I've watched Amber Heard lie on the stand. This is your aesthetic. Yeah. That, like your actual in-life aesthetic that people are calling you out on. Yes, 100%. You're like, bro, I do this in real life. And when they don't like it, when someone doesn't like something, they will criticize, which is fine, or they'll share their opinion, and they won't go back on it. For example, I had a guy say, wow, Dan, this is low. I thought you were way more classier than this. I've loved your art for so long. Um, and then you come out with this. And I was like, hold on a second. You Most times when people share that opinion, they watch none of the trial because no. they think, oh, it's it's a it's a one for one. They've abused each other. No, when you watch this fucking trial, you'll realize how one-sided this shit is. I'm not saying Johnny Depp's perfect. Yeah, yeah. The guy does hard drugs. He's in a place where he's not an angel either. Yeah. But it's pretty evident that Amber Heard has been an abuser. Uh, she's manipulated the situation completely. She's lied multiple times. That I have no sympathy for her at this point. So when I make a rug based on a pop culture event mm -hmm. that has been televised for the world, there's people making articles. We've, I mean, we're all watching it on Law and Crime TV on YouTube. The yeah, that's Law and Crime. Yeah, you got and Dan got me on Law and Crime. It's amazing. They got all the angles. Yeah. <laughs> and they are taking tips from comments. They're making money off of this. So when I make a rug, which I want to be clear, I made zero dollars off of this. I, as a Canadian TikToker. You don't get paid. Yeah. Um, people just need to stay in their own lane sometimes or at least zoom out and be like, why does this bother me? Because in most of the times it's because they want to seem all high and mighty. And that's what this came down to was people looked at it. It was an easy call. I knew the initial reaction would be like, <gasps> court case, <gasps> couple domestic, <gasps> this isn't right. And I'm like, relax. But what they need to know is your, no, I shouldn't use that word. Um, <laughs> what they need to know is like the time for for being all high and mighty and then that gets you because a, a lot of people post that comment that so they can get like likes and then they can get the follow yes, and they think they're gonna get their dick sucked because 100%. they're high and mighty oh yeah. you made money oh yeah, yeah. you know yeah. no one cares anymore yeah. four years ago maybe that was a thing now everyone's like people see through it and they're like yo we know you're just trying to get attention we, yeah, so we're all just feeder fish on on whales, okay? And we're all feeding off the Johnny Depp Amber Heard uh, court case. It's it's a hot topic right now, man. But then this person commenting on your shit is making you the whale, and they're the feeder fish on you. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And they're trying to get likes. Yes, and so and it was, and to verify what you just said, there was uh, one person commented. Something relatively aggressively. I can't believe you. This is so disrespectful, so distasteful. And I kept some of those comments. Yeah. But as a creator, you have to understand that you have to uh, sort of co control and monit monitor your comment section yes. for a specific narrative that might get out of control. For an example, if somebody comments something 
that is overly aggressive or rude, yeah, delete the comment. I, I'll do it. So I deleted the comment. And this person, for at least an hour and a half, kept going back on TikTok. Wow, you're going to delete my comment? Wow, this is awful. How dare you? Disrespectful making money off of a domestic case. I'm like, <laughs> okay. Like, you're clearly wanting to get this virtue signaling bullshit yeah. out. And it's like, don't bother. Yeah, don't man, bother. I'm trying to build a community. And this is, what you're doing is not helpful for the community. No. There's a reason why everyone's saying Team Johnny. Sorry, to go off this, tell me the worst type of comment on a video. Because I feel like the worst type of comment is, let's say me and you, uh, let's say you're doing a video. You always do videos, right? Mm. And then you get me into a video and then someone comments bad shit against me. I'll delete it immediately. Right? Like, this guy has a unibrow, yeah. fat face fuck. You, oh, wow. know? <laughs> <laughs> you know, so I think that would be like the creator's like, well, like, it top depends. of the line, it top depends. of the line, like this is getting deleted. A lot right of now. people will keep comments because engagement is what makes the algorithm like you. Yeah. Um, but if I bring somebody in that is not used to the internet world, I'll protect them in a sense that I'm going to really monitor, monetize, mm. monitor, sorry, the comment section. Monetize is on his mind, maybe. <laughs> I'm going to monitor the comment section. So there's no hurtful things about this person because there's a big intimidation already for people to not put themselves out there online because they're so scared of trolls. And I can tell you, I don't think you need to be as scared as you might think. Of trolls, yeah. Of trolls, man. And we're in a time now where it hurts. Of course it hurts getting hurtful comments, but once you can actually and legitimately actually absorb that this person has no content to rebuttal. It's just a hurtful comment. They've got no display picture. They've got nothing to base it off. For me, it really takes it away. Yeah. If this person was an established creator, then it's a different story. Yeah. Um, so I'll protect. If you were on there and they were saying that, I would delete the comments. <clears throat> you got to control your business and where it's going. And if people try to paint you as a villain, which they always will for their own self-worth, yes. um, <clears throat> delete it so nobody sees it. I had a whole interaction yesterday with a guy, <clears throat> or two days ago with a guy about um, the rug. Mm-hmm. And I left it up for about an hour as we went back and forth because I had the time for it. And he was gaslighting like crazy. I thought you were better than this. No, this is shit. This is, you're reaching, Dan. Don't even try to lie right now. You were doing this for views. And I was like, man, you're, you're pushing a narrative again. Yeah. You want that to be the truth. Yeah. But the truth is this, is, this is a pop culture event. Nobody died. Yeah. The domestic abuse allegations are not even fact, majority of them. Yeah. So people need to settle down and not view this as a woman-hating thing, like... If you watched it from day one, you would realize that Johnny Depp, whether he wins the case or not, which it's up in the air, he's been a victim of manipulation. And for the last month or so, it's been on your mind. And I've you watched, as an artist, yeah, you know? 100%, man. If you're not stirring the pot a little bit, then you'll, you'll be left in the dust. And Kinda. and I was sort of like, I'm fine. I got to share my opinion here and there. I'm human. And if people want to walk around thinking, Dan is just some sweet, gentle guy. He, he can't do this. And wow, that's unclassy. That's your view. That's your opinion of me. And this is why this podcast is called The Rabbit Hole, because literally during the intro music, introducing the topic, we went into another topic. I love us. Yes. I love this. Yeah, and we're talking about weight loss. <laughs> we're talking about weight loss and shit. What are we talking about today, Dan? Okay, so today we are talking about um, reasons why... Actually, let's do this song better. Reasons why people might come into your life mm-hmm. for uh, a short period of time, and then you never see them again. Mm-hmm. It could be frustrating. It could be super frustrating to have people come in um, and then they leave. And, and it's almost like they don't even exist anymore. And the reason I say is because there's the saying, 
um, reason, people come into your life for a reason, a season, or a lifetime. Sir. Right? A reason could be the lesson that you learn from them. A season could be just a summer, just a winter type thing, mm-hmm. um, even like two years type of thing, or a lifetime, those, those long-time friends yeah. that, you, that you vibe with. Um, and it's always so, uh, I've had this conversation with you before about like relationships and stuff, and it's like how weird it is. Uh, obviously, this is also talking about friendships and stuff, but how weird it is for w- when you get into a relationship, you become the, the the bond between you guys is so powerful, and you know everything about each other. Yeah, you yeah, know yeah. everything about each other, even more than your mom, your parents, your friends, whatever. And they become higher in the like, let's say, in the hierarchy than your best friends. Yeah, but then you guys break up, and it's like. And you walk by them and it's like nothing has it's happened. so fucking weird, It man. is the weirdest thing. It's so fucking weird. Like, like I was seeing a girl uh, at the end of last year, briefly, and um, she's not really big on social. Yeah. And to me, I'm like, wow, we texted all the time for such a, for a decent amount of time. And now it's like, we don't know anything about each other anymore. It's so hot and cold. Isn't that weird, man? <laughs> I think it's, I think, I think that is one of the weirdest phenomenons with people is that, Exactly that. They know who you are to your core. And then all of a sudden it's like, like yeah. literally, boom. Two years ago, they couldn't stop talking about you. Yeah. And now two years later, they're like, yeah, he's cool. He's yeah. Like, Man, but that, that's the way to do it. I, I hate slow burn, like exits. Mm-hmm. Hate it. Mm-hmm. Like, like either leave or, or don't, <laughs> but like, don't do this like back and forth, man. Like, that's just not good for anybody. I'm trying, you know, I'm trying a, a cold, a hard exit right now. And it is difficult and, of course it's hard and then so I, then i switched off to like a slow burn and then that was even harder because <laughs> then yeah. like a slow burn just gives them more interest to like battle certain shit yeah and then i'm, I'm now back trying to do the cold the cold it's hard, hard man i mean uh, sort of the same way was um i was talking i was talking to a girl and um no it doesn't need that and um, yo, our hesitation when when we say I was talking to a girl or someone, you got to play it out in your head. You're like, where like, <laughs> exactly? If they're listening, where am I going to go with this? Um, and she was awesome, but it just got to the point where, like, distance wise, yeah, became a thing where you're like, is this going to play out? How's this going to play out? Right. Yeah. So eventually, you stop initiating the texts. Then they stop initiating the texts. Um, where was it going with this? The cold hard break off. Yeah, yeah. So this is kind of like a slow burn where it's like, eh, yeah, yeah. What the, like what it the just, fuck? It just now? fizzles out. It's yeah, fine. It, it fizzles out. <laughs> yeah, Some yeah. of them need to fizzle out, you know. Um, okay, so one of the things that I hate about this topic uh-huh. is that um, I hate when, or I don't hate. That's a strong word. I find it frustrating when someone comes in your life for like a month, two months, three months, and then they're just gone. It's frustrating that they did that or like it's frustrating it, of the situation itself? The situation, not okay. them. Like, like it's frustrating. Like it's just, that to me is a waste of time. If you want to have a lesson, at uh, least be around the person for like a year, two years so uh-huh. you can get the lesson. But a three-month bullshit thing, it's just a waste of time. What? You've never learned like lessons off of like a three-month even, let's say, relationship, let's say? I have, but it's, it's been um, very unique situations. Like, like, one of the, like one of the girls I just referenced... Um, so many fucking red flags, man. And like, I would, I would sort of push them down because mm-hmm. I thought she was attractive and she was super fun to hang out with. Um, but so many red flags. Mm-hmm. And then when the red flags started coming up, I was like, damn, man, 
There's no way around this. You can't dance around these. How, what are you going to do? Yeah. But that's only in your head because like and on the outside world, they're like, what? Are you dumb? Who cares? Who? Like like friends, people around you. They're probably but, like, but, 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 listen, when they're man, attractive, man, yeah, but, it's exactly. different. Friends say that shit, but until Oof. you're in it, you don't realize. Like, yeah. like one, of the pers- one of the people was um, at one point... At my house, sort of justifying cheating. I think I mentioned this in the last podcast. Like, it was a very... Biz- I was sitting there in my head going, Dan, she's got, like, amazing yeah. boobs, whatever. Yeah. And I set a rap. Yeah, yeah. she got beautiful hair. She's a really like pretty girl. She's mm-hmm. super fun to be around. But there are certain aspects of her personality that are beyond red flags that yeah, yeah. will become toxic. You know this. Yes. And when it got to the conversation point where... She started relatively justifying cheating to a certain extent. Um, I remember sitting there going like, this is it, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, this yeah, is it. This Even is it. us internally who think she's so hot, we can't do this anymore. <laughs> yeah, We can't. Like, that's just, that's an early warning sign that if you get hurt later on, you can't blame them. It's like they're telling you now. But, okay, relationships or friendships that come in, like, that are there for like three months or whatever, your friends, and like, shout out to my friends for doing this too, but like, it's, it's always funny. We would always like be on Instagram. We're like, "Hey, uh, you see what so and so posted?" And like, she, and then like they talk about like how hot she is or like uh, how well they're doing. You know, like I don't know why friends do this all the time. What? Does that make sense? No. Okay. okay. If if I come into your life, yeah, I come into your life for three months, yeah, and then I leave, yeah. Your friends would be like, "Oh, look what Mars doing," you know, like and they oh, just like yes, they they bring yeah. them back. They bring in. them back in. I'm like, why do you? Yeah. Man, <laughs> they bring him back in all the time. I, I remember, um, like the first girl I ever dated, she was obviously close with me and my family, mm-hmm. right? And it got to the point where when we broke up, it was like this weird ass phase where oh, some people were still sort of talking to her, like she was still on Facebook. And, and I was, I told them straight, I'm like, guys, you need to do this for me. Yeah. And it was such like a short term slap in the face when some of them didn't do it. Wild. Like, I, I called up my brother for my last long-term relationship. I was like, man, like, he's like, oh, I didn't know she had two Instagrams. I'm like, shut up. Her, her name is <laughs> yeah, the fucking yeah, yeah, same yeah. on both. Don't be shady. One's her name and one's, like, fit by stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so it, it's, it's, it's one of those things where I'm just like, uh, you, you hold people accountable in those moments where you're like, I, I know what you did. Yeah. Like, like whose team are you on here? <laughs> like, you're clearly blinded by attractiveness if you still want to be around them, right? Uh, so we found an article on her way because Dan and I feminists, feminists <laughs> AF. Okay. Her way.net. Uh, and it's by a Christine Keller. This is why people come and go and seven lessons they teach you. Oh, I got a different article. Oh, nice. Mine's by Zoella Woods All on right. think aloud. Nice. Fe- we're both feminists. Look at us. Uh, Just celebrating women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll go. We'll go one by one. You know what? We'll see who, who's better. Christine or Zoella. Okay. All right. Um, I'll start with mine, uh, which is the first lesson is they teach us that we shouldn't trust everyone. This this seems sort of like a, a jaded, like, don't trust nobody. We're in here alone type yeah, of yeah, like yeah, feedback. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I actually, I saw her other things and it's a lot of these things of like, don't trust anyone. Duh. It makes you jaded. Yeah. <laughs> if you go through life thinking, I can't trust nobody. I've been hurt before. All right. Let's just see what Christine says in the first paragraph. Um, people who come and go from our life teach us a lot of things. Okay, F off. Uh, maybe one of the most important ones is that we shouldn't trust... Okay. Uh, 
You didn't vet this one before. <laughs> no, I didn't. I did vet her. She's a woman, and I trust her. And wait, wait, wait. Sorry. That. Can you read it? We're going to read this at the same time. I wonder if this is the same article, and they just ripped it off. Ready? Uh, yeah. The, the article name? No, no, no. From You Shouldn't Trust Everyone, because that's the first one on my list, too. Yeah. So, ready, set, go. People... People ready? who come and go come in your, in your life, life and at the same time, they teach maybe you that you shouldn't most... trust everyone. Okay. okay. So maybe it's a little different. It, it, she paraphrased. Somebody fucking <laughs> paraphrased this shit. <laughs> it's, well, uh, <laughs> it's the same. <laughs> Anyways, she, said, she goes on to say, people have a thousand faces nowadays and we can't just trust someone because we feel, I hate this. I, I, I hate this so much. Oh my God. Uh, Look, there, there's the cliches. Okay. We can get through those first. That, oh, makes you a stronger person. And yeah, like, yeah, yeah. it teaches is... you a lesson and they, they were there for a reason. Yeah, and as I, although that is true, okay, yes. uh, my last relationship, I wouldn't necessarily change anything because I learned a lot about people. Yes, I learned a lot about myself in terms of like uh, what type of person I'm compatible with, uh, what type of person you know. You learn a lot yes. about you and the situation. Heartbreak teaches you so much, and it, it, a huge amount, and so does dating. Because yes. I've been in the dating world for the past. three probably three years, two years. And I've gone on some great dates. I met some really awesome people. Um, and, I, and there was never any bad situations, to be honest. Like there was, there was a, like a few people that might've been like sort of sketchy in terms of if I had stayed long-term, I would've got questionable, but they were all cool people. Yeah. And I've picked up a lot from that too, learning like, okay, this type of person is this and this type of person is that. And, the one common thread where I'm going to sound like jaded towards the whole dating world is that everybody's fucking texting six people at the same time, at the same baby. time. So I've finally been able to absorb that. And I've said since January, I've said no girls allowed. <laughs> the sixth man finally realized he's the sixth man. Yeah. yeah. I love it. Man, I, so I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm done here. The roster's done boys. Like I'm going to do my own thing. And I've been doing my own thing since January. Yeah. Okay. Um, I've had conversations like girls will slide into my DMs uh -huh. and I'll entertain, I'll, I'll flirt, whatever, but I never will initiate a let's hang out, let's get a drink anymore. I would before 100%, uh, but now I don't. You are jaded. I like it. No, no, no. That's I, a good jaded. No, it's not, I'm not jaded in that sense because what I'm doing is I'm, I'm learning that, okay, if I'm going to get back into the dating world, which is ruthless these days, mm -hmm. um, I need to be content with if somebody wants to text sort of six other people, to let them do it and not let it affect me with anxiety and say, oh, no, I could, they could be texting this person, this person. So I'm like, you know what? Let's just like fuck off. Let's just yeah, yeah, do yeah. my thing. So since January, I've been focusing on my art, my YouTube. I'll admit that there are times where it gets lonely, of course, because you would like to share something cool or fun with people. And when you are intentionally keeping those people away, um, you don't have an outlet, man. Like you don't have an outlet, which is why I went back to see my therapist <laughs> yeah. because I need an outlet for specific frustrations in my life. You need a fun booty call, not for booty, but just like for fun. Yeah. You just like, well, Hey, you want to go concert? You know, like tonight. Yeah. yeah. You, you want them to man, always it'll be fun be because like I've got my friends, but it's like, I've got, f my friends are like a part of different fucking groups. Man. Yeah, I took you to Mexico, so don't even bring the, don't, don't, don't even no, try no, no, to bring me. No, you did. You brought me to Mexico, 100%. <laughs> but like, I, I have friends, like, like you got your friend, and then you branch off into your group, right? Yes, yes, yes. I've got uh, my cousin, who then branches, you know, yeah. like, I've got these connectors. Yeah. But if I said, hey, guys, let's all hang out, everyone's like, what the fuck? You know, no. like, I, I don't have that type of thing. So, it is a learning experience for me, because I haven't been like this in a very long time. 
Yeah. Um, it's stress-free, I'll say that. Have you lost a friend, not a relationship, a friend, and actually got some heartbreak? From a friend? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Maybe not heartbreak, because heartbreak's pretty intense. But um, yeah, there's, there's frustrations. I would say frustrations. Yeah. Like my buddy Matt from high school. Yeah. Like he was my best friend in high school. Uh, my, my whole video career started with this guy. He lives fucking 100 yards from me right now. Wow. And I've made an effort, man. As we've gotten older, I've made an effort to reach out, text him. Mm -hmm. Hey, do you want to hang out? Go grab a beer. He'll respond two days later. So sorry, I'm working nights, whatever. And then he'll respond to me and, and then I'll feel obligated to not respond back, you know? And it gets to the point where I'm like, okay, you know what? Some people just don't put in the effort to maintain a friendship. Yeah. And you could take that personally, of course. I don't. Yeah. Um, and so I don't see him anymore. And I, and I think about it sometimes. I'm like, wow, that's crazy because he was my best friend in high school and he lives right next to me. That high school us would be so, that'd be so sick, right? Yeah, 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 we were going to live yeah, so yeah. close. But now that we've gotten so distant, man, like I, it's gotten to the point where I'm like, I doubt I'll even be invited to his wedding. Wild. That is wild, man. Like that is wild to say your best friend of like four years in high school, which are so transformative. Because um, they know everything about you. They know the real you, man. Yeah. Like they know the real you. And I'm in an industry where the real you gets protected because social media is so performative. Yes. If you're not fun to talk, you don't have like like this enunciation in your voice that is like, hey, what's up? <laughs> then it it gets boring. People swipe next. Yeah. So I'm constantly fighting to be relevant and likable that when people slide into my DMs, I'm super cautious now because I know they know me for that mm -hmm. and they don't know me for me. Mm -hmm. um, so that's a lesson. Yeah, man. I don't know. I think, uh, yeah, like let the non-cliche lessons is, uh, this is, it's when you lose a friend or even when they come in for the worst I think is when they come in and then you identify what the reason they came in for and like they just took advantage of you when it's one-sided yeah Ooh, yeah I think maybe that's shit. what it is man that might be it it's the reason is the uh, the friends that come in for a reason yes and then you lose them and then you identify what the reason is and it's like bro you really you just took advantage of me yeah I had a recent one when I when my rug started blowing up, I had like more notable names slide in my DMs saying, hey, Dan, we should totally work together and this and that. I know full, full well that this is a, I want those views. Yes. So I know 100%. So I'll be, I'll, sometimes I'll see it and I'll be busy. And this, this one guy didn't answer right away. And the, the, the connection went cold. Mm -hmm. I don't necessarily feel super bad about it because initially it was about using me anyways. Yeah. Right. So then I reignited it uh, this weekend. Hey, man, you know, I thought about it myself. I'm like, fine. He wants to use me. Let's see if I can use him for whatever. 100%. And he's playing the game back now. And I'm like, fuck this. Wait. So no one is honest. No one's like, hey, man. Uh, so I think if we do a thing, you know, um, I have a certain audience that, uh, that you don't have. And you have a certain audience that you don't have, that I don't have. Um, why don't we just use each other's platform? Some like, people that do. Doesn't go like, like that. Some people do. Yeah. Like Some people in it. the creator world will have that business model, and it's great, and it worked super well back in like 2011. Yeah, like, just like, like cut the shit. That the earlier YouTube days when it was like broadcasting from your room, that sort of collaboration worked really well. Nowadays, 
everyone is trying to protect their audience because it's so hard to grow an audience. Yeah. That everyone's like, no, if I introduce them to Amar, they might like Amar better than me. Uh-huh. Um, and they then when we go on his channel, they still might like him and no one's going to sub to me and he's going to benefit. That's so, so whack. There's this sort of ego thing. Yeah. Like I went to an event on Friday and there was a guy there and I'm like, hey man, like I'm in Dan Oxy mode, obviously. And I'm like, what's up, man? Like, so nice to meet you. What's your name? He says his name. I'm like, have you been doing this long? And he's like, no, for three months. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like, do you go to a lot of events? He's like, I just started going. I'm like, nice. How did he think? He's like, yeah, it's pretty fun. And I'm like, yeah, the thing is you're going to meet one of two people at these events, two types of creators. Mm -hmm. You're going to meet the ones um, that are nice, that will say hi, that are relatively human and conversational down to earth. And then you'll meet the ones with egos that are like, no, they got to say hi to me. Oh, sorry. What's your name? <laughs> you know? And he goes, I'm assuming you're the first one. I was like, yeah, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, here, flip. What's your <laughs> yeah. And it's so true, man. Like I can't complain too much about being in this industry and, and complaining about the fakeness. Yeah. It, it comes with the game. It comes with the game. So Back to like heartbreak and like losing friends and stuff. I, I'd imagine one of the best lessons I've learned is how to be an asshole and why that protects me and why that is good for me and why that is good for relationships. Why, why asshole though? Because like, asshole seems... Yeah, because I think in the first relationship you ever get or like the first, let's say, friend breakup or whatever, you, f you, you hate the feeling of like letting someone down. You hate the feeling of... You think if you let someone down, you're the asshole. Or if you break up with them, you're the asshole. And when, when you do it enough and you do it and, and you see the, the benefit that comes out of it, you say, wait, you know what? Being harsh and being uh, very cold might not be me being an asshole. It might, me, it might be me being good for them. Exactly. For I, I, I don't know if I would categorize it as asshole. I think that's just you've learned... But you know when you're naive, you, you like you're naive and you think like you're being yeah. an asshole. Like, am I being an asshole here? No, it's like sometimes you gotta stand your ground. Like, 100%. if someone says, "Hey, I want to get I don't know whatever Greek food," and you're like, "I want French ass croissants," you know, yeah. like it's not being an asshole if you if you win the thing and you say, "I want French ass croissants." We're getting French no, ass croissants. No, hundred percent. You know. 100%. But when it comes to people too, the one benefit I've learned over the years is is gaslighting. But but the true meaning of it, okay, mm -hmm. not just labeling everybody as gaslighters and you, know, you did this, but to see it in in effect. And when you can see it, um, it doesn't affect you. It's the same with the attachment styles. When you can see avoidancy, yeah, um, or ang anxious attachments, you know where this is going to go and how it's going to work out. Yeah. So some of the people I've gone on dates with have been avoidant mm -hmm. i've been avoidant for most of the past two years i can i can say that give us a 20 second uh, recap on uh, the avoidance person attachment personality so in the attachment styles there's avoidancy there's avoidant there's anxious and there's secure. Uh, secure yeah secure are the ones that will be in relationships that are most likely off of the market yeah. there's, there's still a bunch out there but they're the ones that are comfortable with themselves they don't doubt whether or not someone likes them um whether or not something works or whatever. They're the gold standard. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's where you would like to be average. However, there's a lot of people in the dating pool that are avoidant and anxious, mm -hmm. which is why that's the highest rating of them getting together because they're the ones that are out there searching. So the anxious person will go into a dating pool and, and anyone that likes them, hey, you've got a great smile. Oh my God, I got a great smile. I got, I got to get more of this. This person's yeah. so nice. Yeah. And you get sort of attached 
through they're filling these insecurities of compliments you. and all this. Yeah. Yeah. The avoidant person will play that game. They'll, they'll milk it to, to get the flirty, whatever they need to yeah. get out of you. And the second that it gets a little bit warm, which the anxious person will do, hey, do you want to hang out next Friday? Yeah. Hey, you, you said you like my smile like internally. Hey, do maybe you want to go on a date? The avoidant person will be, oh, I would love to, but I'm busy. Yeah. Oh, I can't actually. This has come up. And oh my gosh, that'd be so fun, but I can't. Right. Usually on Tinder, there are the people that like, hey, I had to download this app again. And then they download it yeah. for like a week. Just for when like you see that in, in the bio, yeah. uh, so the, the saddest thing is that I'm back on here. It's because most likely they're avoidant. Yeah, they're chewing through fucking people, man. Yeah. I did it. I've done it, and it's it's a tough pill to swallow. Once somebody, once you get self-diagnosed that you are an avoidant type, right now you could switch yeah. at any moment. But what happens is you get into this dance where the avoidant person basically has their arm out fully, yeah. stretched fully out. And they've got it on your collar of your shirt. And if you try to get closer, you can't because their arm is locked. You can't mm -hmm. get closer. But if you try to run away, you can't because they've got you too. Yeah. So once you can realize that, um, you become so much more like healthier to your own self. Yes. So when I see someone that may not like me, I'll be like, um, okay, what's going on here? Am I being anxious in this thing? Do I, am I looking for friends at the moment or are they being avoidant? That's causing the reaction. And, and by the way, there's no shame in, like you said, like uh, I want to reiterate, like there's no shame in like self-diagnosing yourself as you don't have to be secure. Because I know a lot of people are like, they just want to self-diagnose themselves as like the upper echelon, like the best of like, oh, I'm secure. No, like I, I feel like I'm more avoidant than let's say secure. You go through phases, I yes. think, right? And I would say I've just spent a large portion of my past two years as avoidant. Mm -hmm. I've gone on tons of dates and... Could some of them have worked out long-term? Absolutely. Yeah. But where I was at, I was kind of like, I don't know if I really want that right now. Yeah, I see that. To be honest. The avoidant is like that stereotypical guy thing that we say of like, I don't think I'm ready for a relationship type. Yeah, but girls do too, man. Yeah. Girls absolutely do it too. Um, Like I've also learned that when someone doesn't text you back after four or five hours, that's a fucking red flag. Like, we're really? Talking, we're talking consistently. Mm. Not We're not talking like, Hey, I've got to work or man, I'm, I'm dead set on saying that when someone wants to make time for you, they will. Yeah. Texting is no thing. So when it's, when it's four hours regularly or consistent, they're playing the field, man, with multiple people. I'm convinced. You're talking about like relationships. No, like the talking phase. E how about even friendships? Because <laughs> I'm very no, no, guilty no. of not texting within five hours. No, 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 no. not friendships. Just because friendships is not, um, it's an interaction, like, ha whatever. And then there's no goodbye. There's no closure. Yeah, yeah. We come in and go, you know. But when, you, when I'm, when I mean is when you're genuinely talking to yes. someone where it's good morning. Hey, how was your day? Yeah. And there's four hour gaps. That's sus. I don't know. I don't care how you spin it. That's fucking sus. <laughs> yeah. And the, the, thing, the thing is, a lot, I, you know what I've recently learned is like girls think guys are dumb, right? Like a lot of shit we do yes. like, ah, dumbass. Like why are we like. You know, like, here I am texting you. Why are you not texting back, you know? Like, yeah. you, you dumbass. And it's like, a lot of times, I got to tell you, like, we're not that dumb. We know. Man, we know how to play the fucking game, Yeah, too. we're playing the game, too, We're man. playing it, too. Like, maybe there's a reason we aren't texting you back in Because I think a lot hours. of guys eventually, and I'm definitely here now, you'll match energies. Yeah. I will match energies. If you're giving me one-word bullshit answers or emojis, I'm going to try to one-up you by just, like, replying to your text with, like, a thumbs up. Yeah. yeah. You know? Like, yeah. if, if this is how you want to do it, then we're not going to move anywhere. And then you take it back to your to the girls' group chat and, like, look, he just sent me a thumbs up. Yeah. It's yeah, like, well, because you deleted the, the smiley emoji that you sent me. Yeah. 
Man, it's it's all about energy. Like, if you want to be in a relationship that's healthy, this is okay. I hate to take away is it's got to be 50-50. Yeah. And yes, I think there's times at the start of a relationship where someone might share more interests or be more pursuant of the other. But when it gets to this point where it's like, hey, how was your day? Good. Mm-hmm. Okay. If, if it's just like that, I'm going to take that as not interested. So I'll back off. But then they come back and you're like, what the fuck? Like, what yeah, are you? Yeah, yeah. You know? You told me good. I don't know. <laughs> you, you, you said good. You, you you're an adult. I don't know what to tell you. Like. It's like carrying a conversation 101. Yeah. You want it to keep going, ask a question or share a funny <laughs> story from today. But if we're going to be doing this, I will, I'm guilty of this 100%. I will match energies. Yeah. Guaranteed. <laughs> Guaranteed. And I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but. No, I think, I, I definitely do think it's a good thing. I, it's like, uh, we can play this game now or we can play this game yeah. in five years. We can play this game in a year. We yeah. can play it in 10. You know, let's play it now. Um, okay, another cliche one for this is change is the only constant thing in life. This is Zoella, by the way. This is Zoella, yeah. Um, so basically, yes, you can't run away from change. Yeah. Um, people, let's just take this for an example. I, I saw this metaphor once where it's like, let's say you're, let me use this. Let's say you're on a train. Mm-hmm. Okay, and your train's going from Toronto to Vancouver, or you're going from uh, England to Paris. LA to New York. Fucking England to Paris. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I got you. Yeah. <laughs> LA to New York. Okay. Yeah. You're on this train and this train would reference your life. Okay. From, from birth to death, New York being death, LA is where you're born. Of course. Throughout your train ride, there's going to be people that get on and they might get off in Nevada. They might get off in Arizona. They might get off at uh, Kansas. Okay. That I was like this analogy already. This was where their destination was always meant to go. Yes. That's where their ticket was going to bring them to start. They got on in, in Nevada. They weren't there at the start. They got it halfway through. They they enjoyed. They played cards with you on the trip. Yep. Made the time pass. It was fun. You guys laughed a bit. And then it was time for them to go because that's where their destination, they were catching a train to go to Texas. Yeah. Okay. So it's, it's a good metaphor to think internally of why, if you keep beating yourself up as to why people come into your life, there may not always be a direct reason here and now, but it could pop up uh, five years later when you meet your next person when you say holy shit you are so much me and you've shown me how much they weren't yes but at the same time they gave me a lot of joy in that time yes um i don't know man and lessons and like advice and this and yeah like i i haven't seen this in my relationships but i've seen that in my friends relationships and being around my uh friends for you know 15 years 10 years all that i see these relationships that I thought were gold. Like these relationships, I was like, oh, they're going to get married, yeah. you know, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they break up and I was like, "That this is heartbreaking and this is like, this is huge. And then you see the next relationship and you're like, oh my, oh my God, this is so much better than the yeah, last one. Yeah, 100%. And it, it makes so much, Could yeah, it makes so much sense. If, if we <clears throat> all had one card in our back pocket oh, God. that said, when you claim this card, this person will be stuck in your life forever. Not stuck, but they'll remain in your life forever. Yeah. How I guarantee you almost 100% of us would use that card on someone that later in life we would be like, I can't believe I wasted my fucking card on this person. Yeah. Because every single person that has come to my life that is no longer here, I'm now okay with it. Like we talk about this heartbreak that I had, not heartbreak, but a disappointment that I'm not friends with like Matt anymore, mm-hmm. my close friend in high school. But I'm not upset about it. I'm not, I'm not dwelling on it daily thinking i wonder what matt's doing of course it's just one of those things that is unfortunate but when you get to a certain point where people stop appreciating it becomes a little bit easier to swallow that yo you just taught me something about my life that i didn't know uh but back in virgin amar days um because i literally only had one card 
yeah. right? Yeah. That I was like, okay, this is like, I'm breaking it on marriage, you know? Yeah. So every per, every girl I met, like every girl I, I went on a date with, yeah. first date, and it maybe was unhealthy at times, and other times I believe it was healthy, I would already run the... <laughs> Sounds psycho as hell, but I would no. already run the lifetime. You know, I'd be like, "Could this person fit into my life?" You know what's crazy? Could this person? Everybody fucking does this though. Yeah. Not maybe not. Like, so many people do this. Oh, maybe and it was then we, virgin thing. We all no, it's not. And everyone acts as though we're psychotic. But I think it's part of human nature to wonder if someone that you are seeing will fit into your one life plans. Uh, you start to imagine what it would be like to interact with their family. Yeah, your family to submit them into your your life plan, what would that look like? And then what happens is once they're in there, fuck man, it's it's a tougher pill to, to dissolve after because you're like, they've already been in these yeah, future yeah, memories. Yeah. I need to take that card back from you. Yeah. But it, it goes it goes to show that like, I know for sure if I had that card, I would have probably used it on the wrong person. Mm-hmm. That, that in the long term wasn't for me. That's such a good Black Mirror episode of like, if everyone had one card. Well, there is sort of a, actually a, uh, one that talks about this uh, called Hang the DJ. Hang the DJ. Where it's about finding the right person and partner. Uh, and you basically have a clock. And what happens on your first date, you both pull out the clock and it says how long you have in that relationship. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The restaurant dates and yeah, stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah, And no matter what, you have to stay for that amount of time. That's, so that's the deal, right? Um, but, you know, I, I recently discovered this game. So I just got back into VR, okay? Mm-hmm. And there's a, a really interesting game. I'm like... I don't want to play games. You really are having fun by yourself, by the way. I am. This guy's in VR world. (laughs) Because I'm forced. I'm forced to, man. I'm definitely in a challenging portion of life these days. Yeah. Or uh, I guess I should say I'm being challenged Mm. in terms of now that it's summer, there's a lot of things I would love to do, but I don't have somebody to do it with. Mm -hmm. And that's not me playing a violin. This is just the honest truth, right? I would love to go to patios. I would love to go for a walk, Mm -hmm. right? But... When you don't have someone that's available, mm-hmm. you, you're you decide either do this by myself or I change the activity, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> and so, for me, I'm I'm I need to go through this. I need to go through this moment because I need to be okay on my own through and through. And I've yes. been okay on my own, but I'm talking about without avoidance. Yeah. So, I got back into this VR thing. I'm like, let's test this out. I'm like, I, I loaded it up. I'm like, I don't want to play any games because games seem like personally a waste of time yeah i'm gonna say a hot top hot take here too and i think vacation's a waste of time too wild yeah i know so many people will not agree with that but that's someone that i know eventually i'll look back and say what why would i even say that wild but where i'm at right now i I, that's how i view it so i load it up and i see this game called uh where thoughts go okay and what happens is you you get loaded into this world that is like this beautiful spacey music similar to uh the intro song like similar to this, the XX intro. Oh, okay, like very like you feel like you're in where the wild things are, yeah, yeah, yeah. running through a forest at dawn, <laughs> you know. Um, so you're kind of in like a world where this is, and it asks you a question. It pops up in front of you, and it says, um, "What was one of your childhood dreams?" And around you are all these white orbs that just float in, like little berries. And you, with your hands, you go and you touch one, and it's a voice clip from somebody. We are sick. Th- that shares their answer it's totally anonymous you don't know who said it where they're from but you hear their clips and there's this one really beautiful question um that was what would you say to yourself your younger self and you you click these things and across the board man it's such an eye-opener that most people said go easy on yourself you'll be okay Mm -hmm. 
we're in this perpetual idea that we're not going to be okay. It's not okay right now. Or what happens? What if? And to hear all of these real organ, there's no reason for any performance because yes. there's no point system at anything. And so many people said, go easy on yourself. It'll all work out. It gets better. It gets better. You're going to try to force it. And oddly enough, that helped because I'm like, I'm in this weird phase right now where I'm like, I should be living somewhere else. I genuinely feel like my life should be way more fucking fun, man. Yeah, yeah, there's, yeah. There's, there's got to be more life than what I'm living right now. I'm convinced. So when I hear this, I'm like, okay, it's, you know what, Dan? It's situational. Like, it'll pass. Yeah. But if you guys have VR, I highly recommend checking out where thoughts go. Yeah, man, I, I, that sounds like a sweet game. I that's honestly that's like my type of thing you know like I, I like i like seeing like what other people think yeah and if it like checks with me yeah and especially like exactly when there's like no performance and it's like you're getting the real hard truth no christine keller no zoella or no. whoever like you're, you're getting the, the other, real truth the other big thing was everyone said move on faster hmm. and and that was that was, for for today's topic i'm like that's so interesting because what happens is when people answer this question what would you say to your younger self you're basically giving yourself the guidebook that you wish you had back then. Mm -hmm. So it's cool to listen where people are like, don't get so hung up. Let things flow over you easier because we're so easy to be like, oh, what the fuck? What did I do? How could I have done this different? It, no one's going to be like them again. And to hear yeah, that yeah. from so many people in these little bubbles. And then what happens when you hit a bubble, you hear it and it disappears forever. And then what happens is you record yours in order to get to the next stage, which then someone else will hear and hopefully help them. Right, that's amazing. Anyway, uh, yeah, man, it's a, it's a, it's a wild thing, but it's it's true. Like I think you learn all these lessons, and they are the good thing about them is like they're not going to be the cliche lessons. But when you let go of someone, or someone lets go of you, or whatever, um, you your relationship fizzles out. It, it you learn things about yourself, most importantly about yourself, that you wouldn't have otherwise known. And it makes you a way stronger person and it makes you a better person in the next relationship and the next friendship. It beca you become more you and the more you you become, like the more individual you become, the more you start attracting other people that actually like you for you. Yeah, I would I would say like to wrap it all up, um, you have to go back to viewing that the spotlight isn't as big on you as you think it is. So we'll often... Uh, play the narrative that um, they left my life mm. or or they I don't know why they, they left or they were here for a reason but let's also factor in let's switch it and say you've also left other people's train rides you know mm -hmm. you've been someone else's hurt too mm -hmm. so when you flip it and, and don't always play the victim of people just keep leaving my life they come for two weeks and then they're gone well most likely you've done that to someone else too it's human nature yeah. We can't keep everyone we've ever interacted with. You would have no time for those that matter most, right? Yeah. Um, but the biggest takeaway I'd say is when this happens, we often try to look at ourselves and change and be like, how could I have been different? What could I have done? What could I have said? How could I have acted? And I've done this, man, multiple times. I th And I've shared it on here, actually, in those times where I'm like, I'm too immature. I'm too fucking immature. Mm -hmm. And I told my therapist this, I'm too fucking immature. Um. And, and later you realize that is that to me that is my gift yeah to be that person because that makes me fun to be around and and those people may not see it but there's other people that will be equally as fun that will match the energy and it'll be so much more yeah of a benefit 
and, and so weird. It's like, like you know, you talk about like you know, you felt like you're too immature, but like that's like that's giving you so many more gifts. Like not just like your art, not just like you know, uh, not just your business and everything. Like a lot of people will toxically will say, no, I can't, I can't make art. Uh, uh, 20 something years old right right i can't right. do this i can't mm -hmm. do that and like they write themselves off yeah right but for the same reason that you could have written yourself off as let's say being air quotes too immature it, you've found that as a gift and like you've made it into something that's it's been my, it's you. become my career right and super um, yeah. but it's like 30 we've talked about this briefly too but like 30 hit me hard yeah. because 30 is a different decade where you can't really rely on I'm in my 20s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Because when you say I'm in my 20s, I'm in my 30s. Like there's a lot of there's a lot of feelings that come with that. I'm in my 20s. I can do this. I've got time. I could do this. But when you say I'm in my 30s, yeah, no, that's uh you start to tell yourself I can't do this. But the, the truth is you could do all the same things. You can. Um you just have to rearrange. Yeah, like like in my head I I played it out like I played this out once where I was like like, yeah, I'm, you know, if I'm in my 20s, you know, I'd imagine someone would look at that and be like, ah, you know, I, he's in his 20s. He's just learning and stuff, you know. Mm -hmm. But when I'm in my 30s, like 30, 31, yeah. someone could easily say, in my, and again, this was a toxic mindset, but I was like, you know, I was thinking someone would say, bro, you're 31. Like, what are you doing? Yes. <laughs> yes. You know, and that, that, like, I think that's that what hurts it is. us. That's, yeah, that, that's what hurts, man, because you start to, not, you've just given your brain more fuel. Yeah, even though my dream age is 57 only because I want to be 57 and and keep that youthfulness. I mean, I would, because, yeah. You know, because I yeah. want to show people like that at 57, you could still be youthful, right? 100%. But why am I not applying that for 30 as, 30s and 40s? Yeah. Man, a non-youthful 40-year-old. <laughs> man, man if, if you take your thoughts out, so many of them will, will contradict each other. They don't make sense. Yeah. But at the end of the day... Um, uh, I, I guess I guess to, to sort of encompass everything, why people come into your life for moments is there is as cliche as it is, we can't get away from this. There is a lesson there. Uh, it's just it may not be given to you the second they leave, yes. or it may not get, be given to you a year after they leave. Sometimes it takes another person to come into your life with the ticket to say, "Hey, here I am," and this is why they weren't. And there's your lesson, right? Hundred. That's how I feel about it. Anyways, guys, uh, thank you so much for listening. Let us know as well in uh, DMs how you feel about this. And uh, we'll catch you in the next one. We love you.